Carried on too far. I would really appreciate if you would please give me a five star rating down below wherever you're watching this or listening to this. I guess you can't watch a podcast. That's why I have a face for radio. <laughs> but please do give us a five star rating. It really does help me and it does make this podcast more available to more people. If you can't do that, please share. With that, let's talk about today's grammar point, or should I say, um, group of tips. So recently I had the opportunity to sit in and also teach a 101 class at uh, Brigham Young University here in Utah, where I'm currently living. And um, it's given me a lot of things to think about recently, how to help uh, people that are just starting Japanese and people who are wanting to learn Japanese. And so today I want to talk about something that's very, very important in Japanese, which is the concept of aimai. Aimai. So aimai is the concept or the idea that... Um, you should be vague with that or not as direct as you would be in, per se, English. See, in Japanese, it is considered very rude um, to be very forthright and to be very direct about things, which is why we use things like kudasaimasu and onagaishimasu and make things a lot longer in our sentences to make them more polite. However, there are certain things that we try to avoid saying. For example, we try to avoid saying directly no to anything. For example, you may know the term Ie, which means no. However, it is more common to use etto, chotto, and they'll just kind of go over it and try to make you understand they're feeling uncomfortable and don't want to say no. So you may hear etto, ano, chotto. Um, another concept among this is when things are not for certain. Um, as we've talked about before on this podcast, is you cannot directly claim knowledge about somebody else's information. This concept of area of information is very necessary to be able to speak and understand Japanese. That being said, however, um, you'll often say things like desho, which we've talked about in this podcast. Desho and daro imply that they don't exactly know. You'll hear this often on weather or when you're talking about something that somebody else might do because you're trying to allow some of that vagueness. In fact, Japanese people play with their sentence structure as to show if, to kind of keep the idea of something as negative or positive by keeping it at the very, very end of the sentence, which makes it so they can seem impartial until they, the very, very, very last thing that they say. Um, so when you speak Japanese, it's good to let your sentences hang off. I've spoken once on improving people's introductions by saying de instead of des or desnga so that you have the ending kind of open so that you kind of imply that you're finished but not ending it so sharply. And this all is a roundabout way of saying when you speak Japanese, you'll notice that many things are not a direct translation and they are not a direct way of saying what you like to say. And that's a good thing. We want to make sure that we're speaking Japanese in a way that makes a native speaker of the language feel comfortable, which is why this concept of aimai is so important. With that, though, I will sign off. Thank you so much again. I will see you tomorrow. But remember, after 10,000 mistakes, you become fluent. それじゃあ皆さんまた明日。